I need the mug. Yes, you do. It's you just gotta go on Instagram. Gotta go on Instagram and to our link tree and the site to buy. The mug is there. Yes, it will be our first link that says online store, and you could get it there. And when you get your mug, you get your mug, and then you get some extra little goodies sent separately from No Filters, No Filters. Oh, hello, everyone. My name is Chuby. And I'm Vanessa. And welcome to No Filters, No, Filters, no, no Fears Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Today's episode is called Speak to My Heart. And it's about love languages. And in reality, we talked about this. Chubi and I talked about this. Love languages isn't only t speaking to the person's heart. There's a lot of mind to it. There's a lot yes. of mind to everything <laughs> in life. Um, but it was a cute title. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, today's elephant is one, two. Like a two. two. We'll make it a two. So we'll make it a two, but if you feel at any moment that you can't deal with it because it's more than a two, I don't I don't thoughts, really know what would trigger from this, but you never know. You never know. This is true. This is true. Maybe you're like you recognize that certain needs aren't being met. That would that would be a little and trigger. Then you'll be, yeah, right. And then you're like crap. And we remind everyone we are not what? Therapist. We are not therapists, right? This is, we, we do research and things like that, but it's opinion-based and, and to chat and to hear your perspectives. Uh, we do have therapists that pop in, i.e. therapist yeah. Helen, right? Uh, and, and drop their knowledge. But we're not therapists and we ain't trying to mess up anybody's relationship. If we help you, great. We did a good thing. If we <laughs> didn't help you, it wasn't us. We didn't do it. We weren't there. No. We don't take full responsibility at all. No, no relationship should be harmed in the making of this podcast. No. No, but it's true. We're just, you know, based on our experiences as well, we're just sharing, you know, our thoughts on it and our opinions, and that's it. And you have a definition of what, what this is? I actually do. It was kind of hard to find. Oh. But I, I found it. I can count on for them definitions. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hi, Lucas. <laughs> so the definition that I found, oh, let me see if I get it right before I start reading some mumbo jumbo. Pull up on like, my. <laughs> Tell well, me the mumbo jumbo. Right, because it says there are five love languages: words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Each one is important and express love in its own way. Leaving your partners and your own uh, primary love language will help you create a stronger bond in your relationship. Yeah, we're gonna say it from now, because if you watch my love languages intense pro wrestling matches with my significant, Peter, you're saying a whole lot, a lot. <laughs> but we will say it from now, and we say it almost every episode, when we mention relationships and things like this, like love languages, relationships are not just romantic and it's a big thing of ours to start kind of like taking that apart where automatically hi carlitos we connect um any kind of thing with love to just having to be romantic uh right. because all of our relationships friend family etc deserve and need a certain level of communication and intention Right. So that being said, 
love languages does not just apply to romantic partnerships. It uh, can apply to friendships. They have a quiz on that thing that we shared for kids. What's your kid's love language? So that you can help your child feel more seen and appreciated and loved in the way that they can understand and vice versa. Because sometimes we we use our love language and we impose it on someone else thinking that it's going to work for them and it's not their and love language. Right. <laughs> so, yes. So, did you take the quiz, Chibi? <laughs> yes, I took the quiz. Um, there are different quizzes on there. And um, I took the singles quiz. I think it was the last one on red. And um, I took it and it was quality time. That was my results. I do not remember the percentage, but it was the highest one and is very accurate <laughs> because quality time is like, you know, undivided attention, being with someone, doesn't matter who, you know, nieces, friends, grandparents, mm -hmm. brothers, you know. So that is very accurate to me. I like spending time with people that, you know, I care for and, you know, just sharing moments. Moments are what matters to me. Like you could give yeah. me a gift, but I'm not going to remember that. It's going to probably sit somewhere depending on what it is, you know, but quality time to me personally, it's, it, it's important. We make memories. What about you? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tell you the story of Vanessa's quiz taking, because <laughs> of course mine can't be simple. I'm in between all of the things and taking quizzes like this. Yeah. It was explained to me by therapist Helen, to just it go with the you know, first thing that calls to your attention. Unfortunately for me, sometimes two things at the same time is what makes it meaningful. So like those questions were messing with my damn mind. I'm like, but that is meaningful. But so is this. Uh. So I took it like three times. <laughs> I took the single one, even though I, could, I, I would fall under the coupled one, right? So I took the coupled one. I took the single one. And the responses were similar. Um, and then I took it again. And the response was a little different, but the numbers, the percentage numbers were still pretty high for quality time and physical touch. And that's a fact of who I am. They are mm -hmm. both very important to me, but I would have to say that quality time is probably ranks even higher. But physical touch, it, it's like, it's there. It's kicking it in the butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a very affectionate person i like hugging um i like kissing like i like the holding of the hands so in in the one that was for couples i was like yeah this this makes sense for the single one i'm still super huggy pants with my friends um i don't know man at acts of service i'm more of a give i i want to give like i want to do the acts of service versus receive them i am similar in that way as well like that Which makes is, me happy. Yeah, yeah, it makes me happy. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so you don't remember the other percentages? You weren't like, no. damn, I, that one's pretty high for what I would have expected. No, I didn't, don't remember any of them. I just know that the last one was words of affirmation. I guess because my the words of affirmation, I didn't need nobody to tell me, you know, with their actions, you know. So I guess. I, so sufficient my, in that way, I guess. So I don't know. I remember that one being the last. Yeah, for me, actually, let me go back. I think I actually sent you my results. <laughs> yeah, you did. My, you did. I did. There they are. Is this you or me? 
this i believe is me physical touch yeah those are those were two pretty high they were within points of each other but i was so words of affirmation was pretty high for me too i like that because i i don't just appreciate hearing from uh a partner you know a partner period we know that that means all of the things um about being appreciated or why or like love you know or you know being proud i also like giving words of affirmation if i feel it it's gonna come out of my mouth like right. <laughs> if i not just i love you but like i'm proud of you i'm so impressed i appreciate you right and right. now as an adult i'm meeting or encountering and building relationships with people who are really good about expressing that about giving words of affirmation without them being asked for it's just nasty right yeah and i appreciate it yeah yeah some people are still learning how to do that because some people do not um realize that they're not lacking but they do not do that and you know communicating that with your partner whoever that may be um you know hey i would like for this or this to to happen or for you to tell me you know just little things like that did you guys take the quiz like we, uh, and Peter took it. So he says quality time, I guess, is mine. So the quiz is on. Thank you, Ray. We have a new viewer tonight. Hi, Ray. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, you could put the qu- um, the link up now so people could see it if they just want to take it. That will be okay. fun. So how do I- okay, Tubi, walk me through this. <laughs> okay, go to the to where you got the episode 15, you know, that little link at the bottom. You see that oh, where it says speak to my heart? It's gonna oh, be I, right yeah. at the top. Boom. It's good there you go. So it's and... a W www.5lovelanguages.com slash quizzes slash. So go take it and share with us because uh, Lucas says, cuddle me, pet my head while watching Star Wars, and I'm yours. Oh my god, I'm yours too. <laughs> uh I'm easy. Yeah, that sounds delightful. Star Wars included. I, so yeah. Are you not know. a Star Wars person? No, I don't mind it. I mean this is this is where I to be and I start to find things out. Hamilton hatred. Star Wars. Every <laughs> every everything I love to be. Everything I love. Not everything. But look, look, but there's a lot of things that we like totally like oh, no, like the rock thing. That's something that yeah. only I thought that I was into. And look. Me too. I, I was like, who collects rocks now that I know, you see? But there are other things that are more meaning. Well, I mean, more meaningful to me because a rock thing is something so, like, unique and I didn't think no one else did it. But the Hamilton thing, eh, not that, that important. So we could, you know, so push it to the side. This is more meaningful to us, I, I yeah. think. So we're okay. more Star Wars yeah, can get yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I go watch all the Star Wars, which I have, which I have no problem. You know, Chubby, Chewbacca. Oh, there you go. See, that's last time I called you Tubi by accident. So um, we did get into like how love languages. So let's talk about each love language. I think it's a yeah. fair, a fair thing to start from. So I'm going to open up here. Tiki, tiki, yeah, tiki. So I am limited stuff. on resources. So you could do I other readings. So, so weird. <laughs> Tubi is okay. usually the one right? to rumble with all of this information i know and technology and this is but it's okay we have you and we're in good hands so the five love languages okay so 
how to speak your partner's love language. Partner, take that as you will. <laughs> um, words of affirmation. So how to communicate that. Encourage, affirm, appreciate, and listen actively. I am working hard on becoming a better listener because I recognize and acknowledge that I'm a heavy talker. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing you told me. You're like, if I talk too much, just let me know and I'll, and I'll, I'll shut up. And I only told you once because I'm like a breather, you know, because we had to talk too. But yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it only really takes once. I, I get excited. And if I really enjoy talking to you, which I do, I, <laughs> I get carried away. So just be like, hey. We do too, because when I have something to say, you know I have something to say. When I don't, I'm like, I'm listening. And, you know, <laughs> see? And so actions to take with someone whose main uh, love language is words of affirmation. Send unexpected notes, texts, or cards. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> I, yeah. like, I like that. That's cute. Right. So even though it's not your main love language, obviously, there's they do it by percentages, right? So there's always something that's going to speak to us of another love language. We're humans. Right. We're layered beings. We're not robots. Right. Which is, I'm happy we're not. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> things to avoid with a person uh, whose uh, initial, like, big love language is words of affirmation. Not recognizing or appreciating effort. Do you think that that is exclusive to people who's who appreciate whose main love language is words of affirmation to do you think that's exclusive to them like it would be a make them sad pants if Uh, it it depends on the person yeah i think so i think it depends on the person some people would not care about that i mean in general i think we we all kinds of want to be especially by the people that we care about or that we associate with most recognize or that our efforts for them or in general, like in our careers. And they're like, Hey, I see you're doing good. I'm proud of you. That's always helpful. Hey, what do you mean? Low battery? None of that now. (laughs) Hold please. I don't know why you just clicked, but okay. Uh, Dana says mine is words with the hint of touch. Okay. And then Ooh. Peter says, no, I don't believe so, that he doesn't think About that it being be- exclusive. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's exclusive. I think it's even more significant to someone uh, whose predominant love language is words of affirmation. But I feel like we all appreciate and could use a little extra, extra loving. I could agree. You know? I could agree on that to a certain degree. Yeah. Because I'm only going based on myself, so I can't, you know, talk to you. I tried showing your thingy. There it is. Mine is words. Hing, hing, hing. Denimaro, yeah. reigning champ of no filters, no fears trivia. Yes. Forever I and always. Gonna, I, w- I bet who's going to beat her next time. Dun, dun, it's dun. coming. Episode 20 is coming. I hope you guys are studying. Hi, Cindy. I'm so excited Hello. that you're in here, too. Um, So let me take this away. And then the next one is physical touch, which we know is a big one for Vanessa. <laughs> How, you don't remember if yours was up there or lower? Or Mine was the third. I mean, the second. So quality time, physical, active, receiving, and then words of affirmation. 
So how to communicate to uh, someone whose main love language is physical touch. Nonverbal use of body language and touch to show love. Cariñitos. <laughs> hashtag cariñitos. We're going to have to make that a hashtag. I love it. I love it. Um, so for me. Oh, Anna. I, oh, there's another. Hi, Anna. Hi, Danny. Um. For me, uh, the physical touch for me that I enjoy, I love hugs. I'm big on hugging. Um, held, caressed, hand-holding, caricias. Yeah. I like um, it. Play with my me, hair. Huh? Play with my hair. It puts me to sleep. I mean, to me, I don't like any of that. I mean, even if I'm with a partner, it just depends. Like, just depends. It, by holding hands, yeah, holding hands maybe, but I, I don't like any of that in general. Like even with friends or people or nieces, whoever doesn't touch me. <laughs> so I'm not a big, big touchy person. So I don't know. That's fine. I I think it's really interesting because I have a, quite a few friends that are not big on touch, and I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I always want to hug on them. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I got to respect your bubble. And with time and in certain circumstances, because they know it's something that's meaningful to me, they'll kind mm. of allow, you know, allow outside of that comfort zone for themselves. So it's nice because you start to find a balance between your love languages with the people in your life. To me, I just tell people, if you want to hug, just ask me. And if I feel up to it, I'll say yes. If I'm not, I'll say no. Consent so. is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, actions to take with a person whose main love language is physical touch, hugs, kisses, cuddling. Yes, please. <laughs> She's like, all of it. Give it to me. Um, things to avoid physical neglect or abuse. Oh, yeah. Again, it's, I think the, the things to avoid in this particular chart that There's I'm looking at, I think applies in general. Right. Just like it's not exclusive, but I can understand, right? We're not saying that it's exclusive to any one thing, but it definitely makes a major difference because it's the main love language. Right. I, right. I would have to think that that's pretty traumatizing for somebody whose main love language is physical touch by the person that they've placed trust in, right? Right. To feel that that has been neglected or abused in any way. It takes a whole nother meaning. No, yeah, and that's when the relationship starts taking its turn down because, right, especially that, right, especially if if they don't communicate and if the person who did it does not recognize that it has having been neglectful or abusive, right, right, because maybe it's not their love language, so they don't think they have to, right, and so they, they don't, don't communicate it. that it's not their love language. This is why hablando se entiende la gente. Talking people understand each other. There's nothing wrong with talking out boundaries or setting certain expectations. And I don't mean expectations in the negative way of like, oh, it breaks my heart to have a set expectations. No, it's, it lets people know what's going on, where we at. And there should be nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I think all um, of them apply to everyone. I'm going to pop it up here and you can read it. Yeah. That's Peter. Um, I think all of them will apply to everyone, but I believe what they're trying to say is what will affect those who love whatever it is will feel Absolutely. worse. Will Absolutely. neglecting what they what with neglecting what they love. Absolutely. 
I agree, Peter. See, you're winning your graces again. Just don't ask me for more money. <laughs> uh, so then we have receiving gifts. I just bit my tongue saying that word. Huh. Yeah. Um, how to communicate that. Thoughtfulness. Make your... Hold on. I have an issue with all of this. Well, we'll see. Thoughtfulness. Um, play, like making them feel important. No, no, not that. I don't have a problem with that. It's another wording that they use that I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, thoughtfulness and to make them feel important or special. And that time with that person, right? Make it intentional. That makes sense to me. Right. Um, but this isn't receiving gifts. So it's not about quality time. So that's a little confusing, I feel. But I guess intentional in the gift. Like if you're going to give a gift, make it that there was thought put With into purpose, it. With purpose, yeah, something that's meaningful to them. No una mierdita that you just made. Not like, you. right, like I'm going to give Chuby a gift. I'm not going to give you tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> Definitely not. I will be like, wow, she was I might go. I might go to like, I don't know. I'll go to Oklahoma and bring you back a rock. <laughs> there you go. Even better. See, I will be like, oh, my God, I can't wait. To go to Oklahoma and, you know, put the rock back you know, and grab my own. Sometimes I've gotten some really elaborate gifts that are really, wow, beautiful. And I appreciate the wanting to give me something super elaborate. And then I'll get something like a rock or like something that is just meaningful to me with that person. Or I just know that they put thought into it. There was thought and intention. They had a purpose behind it. Even if it doesn't mean something, this made me think of you because tal, I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever gotten. And it could be like a tie from a freaking bread bag, I swear. Right. And it will be the most meaningful thing and I will hang it from a necklace and wear it forever. <laughs> it's like um, most people, um, when they just give people flowers, like I hate flowers, like don't kill them. Just leave them where they need to be. Just don't give me flowers. I, I mean, flowers. thank you for the... Thank you for the thought, but I just don't like them. Like, I don't think that that's you, like, Noted. you don't know that. Right. So now everybody knows don't send me flowers. Maybe dead you can, ones. You already. can send them to Vanessa. Yes. I'll just reroute them to her. Okay. I what does Sharon, what does uh, Sharon say? 30% 30 acts of service, 27 mm -hmm. words of affirmation, 17% quality time, 13% uh, physical touch and receiving gifts. So oh, your big right. thing, Sharon, is acts of service. You like when your lovies do nice things for you. I can understand that. It touches my heart when somebody goes out of their way to do something for me. It makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm the kind of person that's used to doing for people. But in a, allowing for that change to happen, I'm trying to be better about just, oh, thank you for doing this for me. I appreciate when somebody yeah i feel the same way when someone does something for me without me asking or whatever i'm over here like why but why why do you why do you have to you know so but but i appreciate it nonetheless because you know they they got went out of their way to do it so okay we, we agree on those things and we acknowledge i think so all of our love languages aren't just like poof out of thin air it right. has a lot to do with how our and this is an a future episode, y'all, or what our attachment styles are, how do we, what our love styles are like, right? And what our upbringing was like, so, like right, our past built into the things that we accept or don't accept, like and don't like, and so on. So, um, if you guys, there's a video that she's talking about when you know your childhood about growing up. We uploaded it on 
Instagram. Instagram. So yes. you see it there. It it does deal with how you were brought up. So you we'll, know we'll pop it. In, we'll pop it into Facebook um, tomorrow, so yes. y'all can see it too. But it's it's fun. It's the love styles one. Is that what you're talking about? The avoid. You have the avoider. The no, and that's not the one that I posted. That's the, oh. it's um, the five ways to love your partner. That's the ah, one okay. No kidding. Okay, I'll get to the the five love styles in a minute then. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Scratch that. <laughs> um, so quality time. Here we go. Qu oh, no, no. I lied to you. Uh, things to avoid. Oh, yeah. Wow, I'm totally out of sync right now. Actions to take with someone who likes receiving gifts. Give thoughtful gifts and gestures. Express gratitude when receiving the gifts. So, like, if, they're, if their love language is to, to give gifts, you know, when you get a gift to show appreciation but you know you also start to you discover your partner whatever relationship dynamic that is and you figure out what their love language is so i don't think you're going to be giving them a lot of gifts if you know that that's not their thing but if it's your thing to give a gift when you do give it you want it to be received with right. like yay <laughs> not like oh thanks so much I have, yeah, I did that a couple of times. But then at the end, it's funny because then it makes me feel like crap. Like, oh, thank you for the flowers, even though I hate them, but, but thank you so much, you know? I, I would have to say, even though my big thing is not, it's weird to say I love receiving flowers and watching them die. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand you on that. Um, This is another person who loves Halloween, by the way. So you guys Yay! have that in common. Hi. Um, <laughs> hello, friend. <laughs> Um, I will say, I because I I enjoy giving gifts, even though I may not be the best at it. Like I do put a lot of thought into the gifts that I give. So when when someone is just like underwhelmed by the gift, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I did something bad. So it does it does like, uh, yeah, especially if it's like that's when you tend like my brain tends to go into comparison mode which is something that i try not i'm trying not to do but it goes into comparison mode like i thought you would be happy with this and right womp, womp. they feel like you failed sometimes yeah as big a deal to me as they are like i have to impose that on somebody else but it happens because inherently certain anniversary dates or you know valentine's day or things like that are really important uh to you um, and to somebody else, it may not be. So I don't know. I think it's just fair to communicate what, how you feel about special occasions so that if it is very meaningful to your partner, whatever dynamic that is, you guys can figure out how how to best manage that so that somebody's not feeling like hurt or ignored or like it you like they're unimportant to to you, even though it's just that you know special occasions aren't a big thing the day is every day like to my mom she always says mother's day is every day <laughs> um and so i know a lot of people that feel that way oh valentine's day should be every day and i don't subscribe to the no sé qué cosa but it holds special meaning to different people um all you i think it's fair to share it with your partner you know romantic or otherwise that it's very important to you. Like I say, birthdays, super important to me. And not just my own. My own birthday is 
epic. Like that's a big deal to me. Right. <laughs> but oh. but other people celebrating the birthday of the people I love is really important to me. And sometimes yeah, it's not that important to them or they don't really want to. Y me cuesta to let it go. Right? I, but also, I feel that way about anniversaries and certain holidays, whereas to somebody else, it doesn't hold the same significance. So it's kind of like being able to work with each other's drugs. For me, my, my personal birthday, I could give two craps. I mean, people, I mean, I have been celebrating it now as an adult, but that's the least of my, my concern. But other people's birthdays or anniversaries, I'm the type of person that celebrates month anniversaries because you never know if you're going to make it to a year. So might as well start celebrating the little things. I know somebody so, who thinks this way. Yes. Okay. Hey, I'm being honest. You don't know if you're going to make it to the year. Might as well do I like, the little I, 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 I don't hate on it. I like it. And um, yes, and certain holidays that are not American holidays, I do celebrate. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Sharon's up front. I'm looking for a gift. Birthday. Yep, she knows. It's, um, I forgot the... I celebrated and I can't even pronounce it because it's not my language, but yes. And anniversary. Can you please, Sharon? I don't I don't know what that is. Educate me. Um, But I understand how, like, different people... And that's taking me forever to understand, but there are certain ones that I'm very clear they're, they're important to me. So please don't shit on them. No, um, yeah, of course. And respecting yeah. that. So absolutely. And then the one that has been a majority for the for those of you who've shared your results with us. And for us, Great. it was up there. Quality time. So that. how to communicate it. Uninterrupted and focused conversations, one-on-one -on -one time is important. We're just gonna. We're just gonna. Yeah, like one and one is so important to me, especially again in any type of relationships, because it's it's just we get to create um ah, memories. Thank you. And it says an Islamic holiday. Okay. Yes. Understood. Thank you so much for for letting me know, Sharon. It's a uh, um. What I was gonna say. Oh yeah. So we get to create memories, you know, one on one memories, and we get to share that and. And I think that's important. That's really important to me. So, yeah. How do you guys, please let us know, how do you feel about having intentional time? What does intentional time look like for you? Or what can it look like for you? Because I know intentional time looks different to different people. But in my opinion, my humble opinion, if you're going to set aside time with someone, you're with, you know, you're with that person, then, you know, you have your moment to like, disconnect for a minute, um, a message or whatnot, but you're there invested in wanting to share with them, being present with them or that group, right? Because you can have intentional time. Like I had intentional time with my two besties of 20 years yesterday and it was our time. We took a minute, you know, to Pulanita needed to message mom, somebody, boyfriend, whatever, but we were there with each other, catching up and invested and putting intention into that time with one another. Um, yeah, that gets on my nerves when we're like together, and then all of a sudden it's like, Do you want to be with what? your phone alone? Goodbye. No. Oh, Ooh, snap <laughs> to be said because that, in, but in all honesty, you're like intentional time put in for that person, 
but the other person rather just be on the phone. And I, it's completely understandable, but let me know that you're doing something important or that to you. And I'll, I'll let you, you know, but instead of just me looking at the side of my eye, like, what are you doing over there? Yeah. You know? I mean, I like what Dana's saying here, not always doing something, just being in their presence together. Yeah. I really like that too. It's for me, I think it's a big deal for me. It's super important when I can find someone who I can just be around them and be silent and still have a delicious time. <laughs> yes, I, I, my best friend and I do that. We, we just, we could just sit there and just look at each other and laugh. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I, they're, you know, you're sitting there playing video games or you're sitting in there just like watching a movie on opposite sides of the couch. Although I would rather be snuggling, but even if you're on opposite sides of the couch, you're there together. You randomly find each other's manitos, or like if you're with your bestie like for example when i'm with my besties and we're just plopped all over the place watching a thing we're not talking we're invested in the but i'm still there with them and we got we giggle and we laugh and i don't know how to explain it but it just feels nice well that, people the, that are kind of quality time we get it we yeah, get it yeah we get it we're there we're there it's like when you can just that's rare too because sometimes we feel a need to i need to talk i need to entertain i got over that when i was in my late 20s <laughs> And when I got into my 30s, I was like, that's it. Right. It's like, nope. Can we just plop? <laughs> right. Just sit there. And be I happy. like that. But I also really value being able to talk and somebody who is as interested in getting to know me as I am them. Right. right. Beyond the, the superficial awesome. part. Right. Deep conversations. Yeah. I like them. So actions to take. For people who appreciate quality time, create special moments. Take walks. Listen, people. Do small things with that person or those people. Right? It's that simple. Literally anything. Anything. We can sit in a park. We can sit on a curbside. <laughs> like a, a thing that really pops into my head. Please share one quality moment, one quality time moment that is so random that you would, most people be like, that's not quality time, but to you was super significant. And I want <laughs> to hear yours, Juby, before I share mine. When me and Peter I were I love how giggly it made you. When me and Peter were teenagers and we would just sit on Taco Bell and we'd just talk about like for hours and hours about life. But it was just us two in literally in the middle of a talk about nada, you know, like two people that will be strange because it's like, why are you in there? Like, why do you why do you have to be in there? You know, but that was it was great. We're just talking, you know, and it was it's funny to me just thinking about it, you know. Oh, <laughs> Murito. Uh, Murito is um, this kind of wall. That's over the bay. You sit there watching the sun rise. Oh, I read it in English. Okay. The Marito. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is the Marito? I sorry. I but yes, those are the burrito. best. Taco Bell chat times. That sounds awesome. Um, we were kids. What can you say? I mean, there's there's a lot. Murito Murito was a significant place for me. Um, one that pops in. To not related to any romantic loves. No, no offense to my romantic love. <laughs> um, but I think it would have to be sitting with my best friend Angie on the on her stoop in Brooklyn, 
and we were eating White Castle. This is when I ate meat. Uh, eating White Castle and drinking champagne on her stoop. Like we were fancy. I <laughs> <laughs> were just there laughing it up and having the best time. And the champagne was cheap and the White Castle was cold and it was still the best time ever. Those are the best moments, man. Yeah. Or tub talks. Somebody will know what tub talks means. Tub talks. Now, now oh. I feel like I lived it because I understand quality time and those little moments like that is just There's can't replace it with nothing else in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. To lunch, hi, hi, to lunch. That's my best friend right there. Everybody, say hi. So be nice. Actions to take. Okay, and things to avoid. I, also, like. When this pandemic all started, it was very difficult to see people. Legit, uh, therapist Helen sent me <laughs> sent me how, like products to make slime, and then we video chatted and made slime together. Aww. Until That's we could do it in person. Those things are meaningful. That's equally as quality time, even though clearly what's separating you is distance. But like we were there virtually <laughs> with our slime, and it's super significant. So it's like what you may consider to be really small and like, ah, that's weird, is super meaningful. White Castle burgers on a stoop. I'm just saying. Th Taco Bell. <laughs> just like me and Delonge, we watch movies over, you know, Skype and we'll just be like, oh my God, did you see that? And we'll just like talk and we'll... Yeah. And we saw so many movies over this entire And then that starts conversation where you get to to know each other. Oh, I love it. Um just okay, so this is what things to avoid with somebody who appreciates quality time. Just mm -hmm. <laughs> um, oh, I have hip ups. I have hip ups. Yeah. <laughs> Distractions when spending time together, long time without one to one time. So, like to not go a very long time without setting up intentional time and being distracted or in every other situation except the one where you're at. That aggravates the living hell out of me. Like, I could be on like, the phone and I'm talking to you, and I'm like, hello, are you paying attention? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm like, is something else get, getting your attention? Goodbye. I, don't, I just don't have patience for that. I need to learn patience. But at the same time, I feel like it's rude. It is rude. Like, it's, like it's <laughs> It is rude and hurtful. And hurtful. If you're the person that quality time means something to you, right? Yeah. And the person's already taken the time to to do that like just it, it's gonna be that that day for that amount of time you can you can be there for that amount of time and just be there um Dulange here we go you can read Dulange's if you like there are many ways to have quality time facetiming to making slime watching movies listening to movies there is no excuse quality time is possible every time pandemic or not absolutely absolutely rich and that's the thing about people um, and their excuses. Oh, you know, I don't like this. Can we do that? That's fine. Okay, let's go do it. But they don't go and do it. What's your excuse now? What? What? I don't know. I don't like making excuses for anything. If I don't want to do mean, it, I just say I don't want to do it. I know. Exactly. Okay. See, I understand life happens. And sometimes right, right. plans no, yeah. have to change. I understand that. But... I don't understand the maybes and let's see. Sometimes that's an, a legitimate answer. But if you're just doing it because you're waiting to see what other thing pops up on your day that you might prefer to do, then just say no. 
exactly. just say no because that's what you really want to say. I don't want to go. And it's okay to not want to do something. I've invited my bestie to a lot of things and I know that they love me and I know that they support me and I know that they want to spend time with me. But if it's something that she's really not down to do, Vanessa, I love you so much. I just don't want to. It's, right, I'm not exactly. in the headspace for it. No me da la gana. And there's other times where she's like, oh, hey, I want to do that thing. I was like, I thought you didn't like it. No, I, I don't. But you know what? Today I'm in for it. Right. Perfect. But just be honest. Yes or no. That the. the Instead the, of making the, the other people guess. Be, I feel like there's time and place for like, the I don't know. I really have to check because my schedule is a little iffy. I can understand that versus yeah. it's just. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll totally see. And then, te dejan como que colgando. That sucks. Right. Or they're not even acknowledging that you just asked and they just like overlooked the question. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. That is terrible. <laughs> don't ignore what I asked. Right. I'm like, just say no. You can like, legit I say, I don't want to. Or can we revisit this? Right. I mean, I know some don't people ignore. are afraid of some people are afraid of confrontation and that could mean anything to them but saying no to someone could put them in a in a headspace of like holy shit i care for them but i don't want to say no but i don't want to say yes because i don't want to so they're like i get it but but my thought process with that is also like then when you finally are honest about what you really want after this person has kind of gotten their hopes up thinking with the maybe and the maybe and the maybe and and I know, and I really didn't want to, really not my thing. You could have just said that from the beginning. Now there's a whole other set of like feels that this person has unnecessarily. If you say, no, that's not something I'm into. Can we do something else? Or like, no, I just don't want to. That's fine. Right. You know, they may still have their feel, but it's a lot less than, why couldn't you just tell me that from the beginning? To me, maybe means no all the time. I don't care. Point. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear no excuses. I don't care. You said maybe is equal to no, and I'm going to go on with my day. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I don't have time for that. People that know me like that, if you use the word maybe to me, you literally just told me no. Instead of saying, um, I'm doing something right now, so I don't know if later I will be able to right. do it. Okay. See, that makes sense to me. I understand maybes depending on the circumstance, but that's the circumstance that I'm talking about. Like there's things happening and I don't know how it's going to affect the rest of my day, but it's like, maybe because you're just being a maybe pants, just say no. And if it, if you change your mind later, let me know. <laughs> right. Um, acts of service. Let them oh, know yeah. you're wanting to help to listen. Oh, 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 let them know you're wanting to help to lighten their load. That's nice. That's really nice. I know that I have to be better about that. People have wanted to do things for me. I wanted to surprise me with it. And I've reacted really crappy. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, no, I don't need that help. And I'm like, they were just trying to do something nice. <laughs> like, why are you such a psycho? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like, it's like you don't, re you don't realize how you reacted until obviously late and you're like, holy God damn. Right. Yeah. I'm like, wow, well, I just made them feel like shit. Okay. That's perfect. And it wasn't your intention. It was your automatic genuine reaction. No, don't do it. Ah, but then le bajas la nota, which translated is like, you like bring them down. Them down. Yeah, bring them down. Yeah, you bring them down. And their intention was something very nice and positive. And your response was really crappy. <laughs> 
I mean, to me, when I'm doing a couple of hundred things and people want to help me, I, I, I would say no, because I'm like, I'm a doer. I like doing things on my own and I like to, you know, I'm a leader. So I like to do things and I wanted to get it done. And thank you, but no, I got it. Thanks. You know, and I'll let them know. But out of nowhere, no, not happening. Yeah. But the disparity of it, and this is why I knew it was something that I had to address in myself is that I love providing acts of service, especially for the people that I care about. And if it, if they were to react how I react, have reacted to those kinds of things, I would be devastated. Right, right. And I'm like, how come you get to be devastated, but you can devastate somebody else? That's not nice. Right. <laughs> so. No, and I'm the same way. I like to, you know, do things for other people because it makes me happy. But just don't react yeah. in a negative way because then I'll be really sad. And then nobody wants that. <laughs> Is there anybody else out there, active service types, you out there? Um, actions to take. Make them breakfast or dinner. Oh, I love when people cook for me. <laughs> no. <gasps> oh, I find that so nice. And I love cooking for people. Um, go oh, out of your way. Like Go out of your way to help with chores. Ooh, oh, I, I, okay. If we if chores need to be done, I help. Okay. On my own time, but I help. <laughs> um, on my own time. Lacking follow through and small and small what? And small. Huh? Follow huh? through on small. Okay, I couldn't read what it said. Lacking follow through on small and large tasks. Like yes, you don't, it or you don't go through it. Yeah, I'm totally gonna show up and help you move, and then you're not there. That will piss me off to no end. <laughs> like if you say you're gonna do something, do it. Cause I'm a doer, so I expect you. Right. Yes, I expect the other person to be a doer as well. Even though, even if it's not their primary love language, just do what you say you're gonna do with your actions. Simple Be a person of your word. That's. Yeah, that's the like word, like that. It combines with words of affirmation as well. When you're doing something with your action, when you're gonna say you're gonna do it, see, they are intertwined together. Yeah. Just well, it's just like it's like those um those love styles that I, I there's another video that that one we can post tomorrow. We'll probably bring it back around when we do attachment styles, but it talks about how there's different peoples. There's the avoider, oh, right, mm -hmm. and how and how that stems from upbringing right and we bring that into our relationships in the future um the voider I, I can't get into all the details of it a we're running low on time and b the video explains it so much better than i do i'm a big fan of these people you should follow them on youtube psych to go they have cute little snippets that explain our brains to us <laughs> um in a really fun animated way uh, but it talks about the avoider, the what is it, the pleaser? <sighs> we know we know where Vanessa falls. <laughs> <laughs> the, the victim, the controller. Mm. Um, what was the other one? The avoider, the controller, the victim. There's a fifth one. And since my technology is sucky, I can't do anything. Ah, Yay. Cool. Yay. I know I sent it to our chat, so let me see what happens. When yeah, I and I can't get out of it because. Oh no. This is this is terrible. We can't this cannot be a thing in our life anymore. Technology? Okay. <laughs> yeah. The attachment theory, how 
childhood affects life. Is that the one that we shared today? Oh, no. I shared the five ways um, to uh, interpret uh, your Okay, now that one's for attachment theory. Attachment theory is very interesting. Yeah, so that's why. Because it definitely speaks about how we make our connections romantically and in friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, I found it very interesting. So I'm going to try and fast forward this so I can get to the part where it says who everyone is. Uh, <laughs> um, we have the five love styles. Dr. Milian and K. Yorkovic. That is probably not the avoider. And then the, okay, the vacillator. That's what I couldn't remember. The avoider, the vacillator, the controller, the pleaser, and the um, the victim. So they talk about the different types of attachment. So the avoider is the kind of person that avoids confrontation right. because they think it's they think it's bad. They don't they don't want to deal, or they only right. deal to a certain point. Um, as a Libra. <laughs> I used to feel confrontation was bad. It was scary. And I didn't want to make anybody happy, unhappy or, or sad or mad. So I wanted to, you know, kind of just keep everybody. I don't give a hoot. Confrontation is a very positive and necessary thing. We've made it a negative thing. Right. I like confrontation. It gets you know, shit settled. Yeah, it does. It's like straight to the point. Listen, this is what happened. I want to get it out of the way. Done. I don't see it as a as a Libra. Laugh, laugh, laugh. <laughs> yes, man. And I'm not like super crazy on astrology, but I recognize certain things that pop out. Okay. Right. I'm I'm such an Aquarius. It's not even fun, but I get you. But confrontation is one of those things that I feel like we've been made to believe. It's those societal, the collective conscious has been made to believe that confrontation is a negative. Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and what does it do? What does that mean? Being vulnerable, putting yourself out there and expressing your actual thoughts and feelings. And that shit is scary and uncomfortable. Uh, we've been taught that it's unnecessary when in reality, it's what keeps us from having healthy, profound and functioning relationships. That's why I was saying baby steps. Yes, it's uncomfortable, but let's sit together in this uncomfortableness and let's do baby steps so we could get to a better future because, man, communication is essential and you cannot just let it go by just because you're afraid. So True baby statement. steps, man. And then, you of course, we have... Huh? No, you <laughs> Amen, Aquarians. Dana, are you Dana, you're an Aquarius? What? <laughs> I'm a fish, so is Peter. <laughs> oh, Peter's a oh, Pisces. He's a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What were you going to say? It's more important um, than the, the fish. Va- <laughs> the fish. Uh, comfortable with the uncomfortable. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, the vacillator. I'm, I'm oh. gonna, I wish therapist Helen would expl- explain these. <laughs> She'd do a much better job. Um, I don't remember the exact definitions. Again, we're going to post this tomorrow um, of the vacillator. But- I need to know because oh, I think I'm between that one or control. I, I know I'm well. One the controller the is they control. They want to control everything, and uh, but not. It's not just relationship wise. They want to control. Like they want to have a sense of control in in their life. Like I am. The, I can do from like you were saying. I do for myself. I don't need you to do right. Which is yeah. 
fine. There's very independent people, but when you when you're in a partnership, you know, the person wants to help you out. It's like, coño, hello. Yeah. <laughs> right. And apparently the the victim tends to to fall into relationships with a controller type mm-hmm. very easily and frequently. I, this, I'm basing it on what I, eh, you know, on that right. little psych to go thing. And then there's the pleaser, which is they want to just please and please and make the person happy, even if it's a detriment to themselves. Don't be that guy. I'm working not to be that guy. Definitely not me. (laughs) You're like, no. I mean, yeah, nope. But a lot of a lot of all of these things is also what you gotta face it to erase it. You gotta accept that these are traits that you have that can be very positive in a lot of ways. But where is it being a hindrance to your relationship and a hindrance to your life? True. Um. So we already reached the hour, so we need to do Chubby's book. Yeah, but we started a little late, so we're going to go over like 10 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. And then, you know, I got cut off, so a little bit over, okay? So in reality, when I'm done with the video, it's not an hour. Continue. It's a lie. Um, And so we're going to go into Chubby's book corner. Oh, yeah. I found a couple of interesting books. I mean, I don't know why this author kept coming up, but Gary Chapman he he has the whole list today. Well, not the whole list, but yo, Gary Chapman, isn't he the dude that came up with the <laughs> love languages? Yeah, Gary Chapman wrote the book. Yep, he's the guy. <laughs> oh, the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy. So on Chubby's book corner. So da, 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 um, number, da. number one is the Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Yes, he is the one that wrote it. So thanks. We should thank him. Um, this particular book um, is to express heartfelt commitment to your mate. I mean, outlines of five general ways that romantic partners express and experience love. So check it out. I actually was reading it and it was so in depth, like to like the brain and the mind. I was like, that's that's interesting because it's not just feelings, you know, it's just because like it's how- not just speak to my heart. It's speak to my cabeza. Talk to how I think. <laughs> Yes. Um, number two was the five love languages of children. Epa. This is by Gary Chapman and Ross Campbell. Uh, this book gives example of how to demonstrate each of love languages to your children. Um, also reminds us that kids are humans, complete with, you know, individuals, emotions, needs, wants, and unique uh, personalities. And so because you of what we them- just, yeah. You treat them as such. They're not just like, hey, kid, go do this. No, they yes. also need to communicate. <laughs> they grow and... up into us. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want many of us running which around is, with the same yeah. issue. Well, which <laughs> is why those love styles is is a thing. They're born of what our experiences were as kids. So if we're making a conscious effort to look into those love languages, we're going to be right. happier peoples. Now, then this one is a teen's guide to the five love languages. Yes, teens, teens, because they're people too. And how to understand yourself and improve all your relationships. And I'm going to go with Gary Chapman on this one, even though I didn't write down the author because I forgot. It was probably him. I think that's so important that teens have that because that is the most confusing age of life. Prepubescence and pubescence and early adulthood is like a mind fuck. 
you're lost <laughs> like a hundred percent of the time you're lost with what you're gonna do with your life or with your feelings and if this is okay who i can't talk to my parents who can i talk to so having books like this, I mean, where were we when? Uh, where were these books when we were kids? I don't or know. Teenagers? I really could have used them. We could have, right? I'm like, yeah, Jesus. And then the last one, I only found four because they just be the the other books were repetitive, just you know sharing the same information in just different ways, which is basically just the same thing. So one on the language of love and respect, cracking the communication code with your mate by Dr. Emerson. Edgar Rich, I just butcher their last name. Um, so this one is um communication between couples and um remaining the number one issue in marriage. So couples, marriage, you know, anybody if you're not married, just together. Um so most people do not know that the other person is speaking a different language, so it's like a different code. So you right. do not understand that. So this book talks about that. What's your lover's love language and what they're saying to you? You know, like we're both quality time people. So yeah, there you go, for example. You know, right. and that would be great because we will both be giving each other that type of, you know, quality We understand time. the significance of it, right? So, But even then, yeah. quality time looks different to different oh. people who quality time is important for. Exactly. So that's why conversation communication is key <laughs> it's importante what and does that, that look it? like for you and that was it for chubby's book corner chubby's book corner pew, pew. <laughs> um this is not it doesn't really fall into chubby's book corner or or music mondays but i want to bring it up because i received an incredibly thoughtful and spectacular gift from therapist helen um Ooh. that I've, I've already, I, I played with uh, her and then I played with uh, Angie and Andrea yesterday. And I look forward to playing this with so many. I want to play this with you, Chibi. This would be really cool. Um, it's called We're Not Really Strangers. Oh, it I is, love that. It is the coolest. It's a connection game. Okay. Come curious, leave connected is what it says on the outside of the box. And it's basically a three-level game where it starts with connection questions. No, sorry, perception questions. Then it moves on to coño. I just the instruction is somewhere else. Uh, reflection. What is the second one called? Connection. And then the last one is reflection on the game and what you've learned about the people that the person is typically made for two people, but you can play with multiple players, up to six players. And it's really interesting. It's an interesting way of connecting with your with your friends. Uh, they have different kinds of editions. They have couples edition. They have kids editions. So it's a different and interesting way of connecting with those in your life that may be new in your life or who you've known each other for many years, but you want to know something different about them or in a different way. I'm, I'm a person who loves to learn new things about the people in my life. Like the, the deeper we can go and like, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about your favorite color, your food, <laughs> like caca things. And then, really in depth like what makes yeah. you sad? like what what makes you sad <laughs> so this game was this is one of those gift giving situations where it's like yes this was epic um well we it, should play it and record totally it and see how <gasps> it <works. gasps> oh man look at what you started therapist helen 
bringing new episodes. But now we go into Music Monday. Music Monday. With Vani. <laughs> She's like, I forget my own name. No. I don't know my name. Sorry, guys. Um, so I actually, I'm going to be really honest. I need to go back and add more songs. It is the playlist I was most excited for because I'm a music nerd. <laughs> and I know so many songs that can apply to all the different love language types. But, you know, life. But Talk to My Heart is up and it's already interactive and ready to rumble. I'm going to play some of it. Yay. If it um, I love music. <sighs> it's so... Uh, music is its own love language, okay? Oh, yes. I... Okay, are you... And I know we said we were going to do an episode about this, but we might as well just touch on this right now. Are you a lyrics person or just a music person? Like the, the... Okay. Lyrics, Both. I love lyrics. Guys, you know, uh, yo, need a sound bit for Chubby's book corner. Yeah, 55%. I said, Peter. No, because we so, talked about it three episodes ago. So you're late on that. So you're late, Peter. So sorry for you, my friend. So in the chat, please let us know. Are you just put lyrics, song, lyrics, song, music, rather, lyrics, music. And if you're both, write both. I'm that person. I'm, I, you know, I'm. Uh, what is it? Um, I'm an ambivert. I'm I'm in between so many things. I'm fluid AF. Okay. So I am a person who, yes, I love music, but lyrics slay me. And if the music and the lyrics are mm. banging together, my brain explodes. I get like, se me enchina la piel. I and love I speak out hard. Cindy, you're big on lyrics. Uh, Sharon, both. Yeah, man. I listen. So for for the songs that I add to the playlist, know that I listened to those lyrics beginning to end. And I was like, this song right here. Um, so in there, there's a nice little mix. <laughs> I didn't see. even get to add any on that. I'm so sorry. Not yet? Okay, no worries. It's open. It's ready for people to add songs. Make collaborative. Collaborate. So you guys can go on to No Filters, No Fears Music on Spotify, um, playlist 15, which is um, Speak to My Heart. Hold on, we're going to shuffle it. Um, I'm very excited because there is a musical. You know, I had to put a musical. And it's called Touch. It's called Spring Awakening, and the song is Touch Me. What's the name of the musical? Spring's Awakening or Spring Awakening. No, no. Um, it's a rock musical. It's badass. Um, Duncan Sheik wrote the music for it and it's pretty badass and this particular song Physical Touch and Touch Me <laughs> um, so we've got again a mix of every genre we've got R&B we got musical theater I need to add some more Spanish in here I got some Pablo Alborán some Spanish music Ooh. Hot Hands more phys there's a lot of physical touch in here my bad guys <laughs> some of this might have come from my Sexy Time playlist Sexy time playlist. All right. Some of it. And then, of course, the song that was in our commercial, which is one of a band that I really like, Cricket Colors, Love Language. So go on there, check it out, follow, share, and say hello to Smoosh. Hello. <laughs> so I'm going to put that down low as we start to say our goodbyes. 
You know, for me, as being a writer, if I cannot write, if I can express my emotions to you with my writing or with my words, there, there will forever be a song. There right. will forever be a song that's going to oh, express yeah. it exactly how I feel. And that is the most beautiful thing that has been given to me, music. Just thank you for creating music because, my Lord, I would not be able to live without it. I'm really grateful to to my mom. My whole family is really into music. We have a lot of singers and musicians in my family. Um, I'm a singer, but I, from the moment I was born, I was exposed to classical music and a lot of jazz and a lot of um, salsa, merengue. So I always had a big mix of, and I grew up in DR, so hello. <laughs> so there's a lot of Spanish music going on. Um, so I was always exposed to a lot of music, and it's definitely a way to my heart. <laughs> I love music. If you share a song with me, and this is how you feel, I'm like, oh, okay, this is it. Isn't that I delicious? Love. And when you find people that like the same music as you do, and then you can jump out, and you're like, yeah, right. That is such a great experience. Like, or that a song you did not know you liked, and people, the people that introduce you to new songs, or that you can share songs that they've never heard. <gasps> Right? I love that. See? Music. Music just makes the world a better place. It does. And, and, and love, too. But, you know, music. Corazoncitos. Yes. Well, next episode is Plur. Isn't it? Yes. And it's two weeks from now. or It's two weeks, yes. Guys, we're letting you know now. Next yes. week... You won't be seeing our lovely faces. You can keep up on our posts. We'll be posting yeah. stuff. But we're not going live next Monday. Taking a breaky break. Yay. Yes, we have a lot of things to cook up. So Yes. But after that, then we have on the 21st, Plur, which is peace, love, unity, respect. Uh, it's part of rave culture. We'll talk more about what that is. But just keep a lookout for it. Yeah. Anything else we want to mention? We have something special uh, coming up um, for you guys. I'm going to make it a little bit more somber for a moment. Um, September is Suicide Awareness Month, and it's something that means a lot to both Juby and I um, to uh, raise awareness of it. So we'll be releasing something uh, soon to show our support for those who are in a space that can be scary. But um, please feel free to DM us if you're in one of those spaces and you need um, someone to reach out to. We can put you in contact with organizations that are out there so yes. that you don't feel so alone and that are professional mental uh, mental health professionals. And we talked about this our last episode. Therapy isn't something to fear. Reach out. But also reach out to your friends and reach out to your happy friends. Yes. Right? Suicide Awareness Month. Uh, please be proactive about that and let people know. Okay? Yes. Can't wait for that. Yeah. So the link is still down there. Take your quiz. Have your – I had my friends all take it. <laughs> yes. I had my partner take it. So everybody take the quiz. Find out what your love language is. Figure out how you can communicate better. Learn and somebody else's language. Yes. I share. I want to know. I want to know all the juice. Brian. Right. Hey, Brian. Yeah, I want to I wanna know because I just find it very intriguing how the people that you're friends with, how similar you guys are, 
and then you wonder, is that why we're friends also? Because we have similarities. I don't know. I just find it really yeah, interesting. It's a great springboard for conversation, right? Yeah. I think it's great. So you have awesome books. You got a playlist to go check out. A new game that you should totally get. Um, <laughs> and we'll be making sponsored. posts throughout the week. We're not, we're not sponsored yet. But you, they totally should. Because <laughs> we're all about that. And, you know, love languages and understanding yourself and, you know, changing certain thought patterns, reframing, you know, keep it going. Yes. Keep it changing. Keep it going. And, you know, reading is essential as well. Yeah, get those books out there. And get your mugs. Yes. Um, guys, just be aware. Be receptive to your partners or relationships, you know, love languages. Try to get to know them. Got to, try to understand them. And if there's something you don't understand, you know, communicate. Talk. See where it goes. Baby steps. If you're afraid of, you know, confrontation, baby steps. It'll get you somewhere. We promise. But we're not therapists, but we still promise. We're not therapists, but we're telling you what's worked for us so far. So far. Or what hasn't and that we're trying to work on. Because we know I'm the queen of throwing myself under the bus. But it's because I'm learning and growing every day. Exactly. (laughs) And and by the time she's going to end up owning the bus, and that's a good thing. I'm going to own the bus and I'm going to drive it all over the damn country. (laughs) So, yeah, guys, just leave your comments below. Just, you know. You already know that we have a link tree and our online store is there. We have other um, uh, links there for YouTube, um, Spotify, you name it. It's there. And just, you know, communicate with us. You know, if, you could only, if you only were able to tune into half the episode or you want somebody else to listen to it, we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, yes. Apple, Apple Music. What is it? Yes, iTunes. Yeah. It's on iTunes. And of course, on Wednesdays, we post the video on YouTube. YouTube. So yes. check it out. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Bye. Stay fearless. Stay fearless, everyone. fam.